Hello and welcome to Robin and Stephanie's Crimeaholics podcast. Um, we've been a little busy, so we missed a week or two, but we're here now and we know which one we're doing next week, so we're doing good. So today we wanted to talk about Sean Lannon. He was 47. Um, he's still housed in Salem County. Really? Yeah, and I couldn't find him on the state website. I could only find him on the Salem County website, which I thought was weird. Well, it is kind of recent, so did they just have not just transferred him yet? I don't or know. Or is he still going through some kind of But it's process? not that recent. I mean, it was like March, February, March when... Of this year? No. 2021. Like, why is he still in Salem County? Mm, that's a good question. So, I wanted to read this little piece just so we could all be on the same page. So his name is Sean Lannon. He grew up here in South Jersey. It says a man previously linked to five deaths in two states claimed to have killed a total of 16 people, according to a prosecutor. The case against Sean Lannon, 47, unfolded during a detention hearing in New Jersey on Friday. And this was in March of 2021. He admitted to killing a total of 16 people, 15 being in New Mexico and one in the state of New Jersey, said Assistant Gloucester County Prosecutor. It's my understanding that the FBI is assisting New Mexico in their investigations. Those 15 people in New Mexico, allegedly including the defendant's wife, Jennifer Lannon, who was 39, who was also found dead in a vehicle at Albuquerque Airport with three slain men. She had been previously gone missing from the town of Grants with Justin Matta. Matthew Miller, and the fourth victim, Randall. Um, they were went missing out of Albuquerque. Police over there had said at least two of the victims were found in pieces. Mm. Gutierrez said on Friday that according to the defendant, the remaining 11 victims were drug dealers Lannon allegedly claimed to have lured several of the victims to a New Mexico home and dismembered a number of them. The defendant has not been charged with any slaying out west. Right now, he is charged in one alleged murder in New Jersey, that of Michael Dabowski. I guess that's how you say that? Yep. Okay. He was 66. He served as uh, like the big brothers, big sisters to Sean Lannon. And his twin brother, Eric. And his twin brother, 
1985. Authorities said the killer beat the victim to death. Lannan asserted that the man sexually assaulted him as a child. He allegedly went to the residence in Gloucester County, New Jersey, in order to retrieve explicit photos of their time together. And that was right in East Greenwich. East so Greenwich, right. I'm in Greenwich, and he was right over there mm -hmm. in East Greenwich. Mm -hmm. In the secondhand account, the men fought, and Dabowski handed over the pictures. They struggled again. Lannon beat Dabowski to death with a hammer. The defendant was allegedly driving the victim's SUV when arrested in St. Louis, Missouri. He was allegedly en route back to New Mexico. He faces charges, including first-degree murder. The defender, Frank, argued that his client's actions constituted passion, provocation, manslaughter. What the hell is provocation. that? What's that? Provocation is like... Um, you had a reason, like there was a, a reason, like you were provoked. To... Oh, okay. And Lennon entered Dabowski's home with the man's permission. He maintained his client only went there to get the photos and did not want to hurt the victim. The killing only happened after Dabowski's attempted to seduce the defendant and then attacked him with hammers. The prosecution asserted that Lannan had previously broken into another home in New Jersey and tried to get into another one before the killing. Um, the situation, as alleged in New Mexico and as admitted by the defendant, was that he used means to lure those individuals to his residence. So... What I will say is that this notion he was invited in should be looked at through the lens of at least prior incidents in New Mexico. Those individuals self-admittedly were lured into the residence and, sub and subsequently murdered. Like, I don't know. So, like, he's still being housed in Salem County. So, like, I don't understand. So he killed like four people and put them in a the trunk of his car, drove right. the car to the airport and left it there. So the one person he killed was actually his ex-wife, Jennifer. Um, they, cause they divorced in 2019. Um, they had three kids. Um, the other person, the, the Justin Mata, that was her current boyfriend. Oh, and the other person, Matthew Miller was Mata's friend. They were all from Grants. Now, the other guy um, that he killed, that um, Randall, however, he was 60. That it was unclear of how how he was I'm, I'm gonna guess uh, associated with all of them. I mean, possibly, yeah. Um, but yeah, he basically, two of the four were found in pieces, so he basically cut them up. But now keep in mind that Sean also had a military background a history of drug use and a history of violence. So, so I read in this one that, um, where'd it go? 
that him and his wife were together and they she thought that she had killed the three kids because she was giving them medicine to go to sleep early so that they could get high. Oh, no, I didn't read that. Mm. So. That's crazy. Where did you read that one? Uh, I'm trying to find it. So I remember, like, I was living here when he did that. And I remember it being, like, on the the city groups on Facebook. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And nowhere were they able to find any kind of proof that that guy sexually touched him or that there was right. real photos right. or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So why would you come all the way up here after all these years to kill him? Like, right. I'm sure he still has family up here because this is where he grew up. I, I mean, you would think, but what, what was that? There must've been some kind of, maybe there was a trigger. Maybe, uh, I don't know. I, who can explain what went on in his head and why he would travel all this way. But then I did just read that, that fourth person. So apparently Lennon told police that he met that Randall Apostolian in Albuquer Albuquerque on February 24th. And they came to an agreement that Lennon would pay him $150 in exchange to haul his totes and store them in his storage unit. We later found out that the totes were the gruesome, uh, body parts? the body parts Oy. yeah, of Madam Miller and Jennifer. So he basically was trying to pay this guy to store these dead bodies. So let me see. So then it looks like there was no room in the storage unit. So the men drove around looking for another storage space. That when they were driving, so then Lannon told the police that when they were driving around, asked him, the other guy, Randall, asked him for $300 and hinted that he knew what was in the totes. So that's why he killed them. So I, I read on this one that he had the dead bodies in the trunk of his car mm -hmm. and the kids in the back seat. Well, I don't so even I like, think I he was bringing the kids up here. Maybe. Maybe if you cuz this is where they grew up and then they moved out there. So I think she grew up around here too. Oh, did she? I think so. I don't I think but I had I, read that somewhere. Yeah, I'm trying to find the part where it says they thought that they had killed the kids. Mm, I don't think they killed the kids. Yeah, here's it. Lennon claims to have arrived at the house to find his ex-wife freaking out because she thought her three children were dead after she and Matta had medicated them so that they would fall asleep. Matta is said to have left the house during this incident. Lennon's ex-wife tried to commit suicide by overdosing on heroin. That apparently didn't work, so Lennon checked her pulse and shot her in the head, he said. He was about to shoot himself when he heard one of his children shout. Lennon told police that he then stashed his ex-wife's body and bloody sheets in a backyard container. One week after that, Lennon claims he'd lured Matta back to the house 
and shot him in the back of the head in the laundry room. Miller, who was allegedly the dead couple's drug dealer, ah. was lured to the house over the course of the following week. Another shot in the back of the head, this time in the garage, dispensed with Miller, who Lannon also accused of manufacturing child pornography involving some of his younger relatives and a man named Daniel Lemos. Hmm. Lannon told police he then beat Miller to stop his gurgling sounds. <laughs> Matta and Miller were dismembered with a borrowed electric saw and stored in plastic tote bags next to Jennifer's body. Mm. At some point, according to Lannon's alleged jailhouse confession, he moved out of the house and transported his collection of corpses to a friend who also lived in Grants, New Mexico. By this time, having transferred each body in its own plastic storage bin, then he moved the bins to Albuquerque, where they were stored inside of a vehicle adjacent to a different friend's apartment. Apartment complex, yeah. Like, what? what? Was a, I think it was an apartment complex that he was staying at with his three children, it says. Um, and then he walked into the apartment to take a shower. Um it's kind of crazy that you just kind of leave. This is kind of weird because it doesn't really say what happened to the kids. Like, I guess he took them on the trip up here. Yeah, it was very, I mean, there was a lot of information on the internet yeah. about this, but no two stories were the same. Right. Um, and they kept going off on tangents in one direction or the other direction. Mm -hmm. So, like, from being from South Jersey, the guy that he killed, I don't know, a couple miles from here, like, everybody was all up in arms saying that that guy was a really nice guy, that, you know, he uh, did for his community, he helped others, he was in Big Brother's. And not one person and not one piece of proof was there found that, you know, this guy actually did this. Yeah, did right. anything to Sean. And because I would think that because he had a twin. It was mentioned that him and his twin brother, Eric, you know, went to this Boys and Girls Club. So, like, there was no mention that anyone had ever talked to Eric to corroborate that story. Because you would think being a twin brother, you would know if that was happening to your other brother. Yeah, and like if anything happened, like a couple of the articles said that he was going to his house to collect pictures of him when he was a child, like child pornography. Right. And then one of them said that he got the pictures, but yet there's no pictures. Right. So I mean, I mean it's possible I mean, if just in this case, if I if it was me, let's just say, and someone had pictures, I would probably burn them so that you would never, you know what I mean? So they wouldn't be out there He's to be never found. Said that. No, he hasn't. But I mean, but you go to jail. I mean, and you can cut up people. Why not burn pictures? So. But you go to jail and admit to, hey, by the way, I killed fourteen other people. Like 
Right. They didn't even know. Right. Yeah. That, to me, was crazy. And, like, he was looking for some kind of trophy or something. Right. Like, I bet you I killed more than you. Right, right, right. Like, <clears throat> I don't get it, but I read in the one article that he had the wife's body and other bodies in the trunk of the car and his kids in the backseat. Well, I mean, he was, I mean, I would think that's probably true because he was transporting the kids and he was trying to put the body somewhere and he wound up leaving them in a car in this. Yeah, but what the hell? They got a smell. You can't tell me two kids in the back seat don't smell four decaying people six inches from their nose. Well, I mean, I think it all happened within a couple days. I don't know, because when they arrest him in March and these people have been missing since January. So, I mean, I guess it was a little while. Yeah, it's a little pugnant. Yeah, yeah, it would be. Like, you would think anyone, I don't know. It's like know. Paul's bar with a freaking gas spill. <laughs> kind That's of so harmful, though. But, but you would think anyone in a, in a, I don't know, mile radius could smell that damn you would car. Think, you would think. Yeah. I mean, I am glad to say I've never smelled a dead body, Thank but God. I've seen people's faces when they do. Well, that's why they like, if you ever like, I remember back in the day watching CSI, they would put like the Vicks under their nose, like, which you couldn't you smell it. more than damn Vicks. <laughs> or like going into an autopsy or something, you gotta put like the... The Vicks under your nostrils, so that's all but you, you smell. But you know you breathe and you can taste that. Like mm, I would have no. to be breathing out my nose. because I'd, mm. I'd be puking. <laughs> Not for me. Not for me either. But I don't understand, like... So he comes to Jersey and beats that guy with a friggin' hammer to death. And then left him there. And then stole his car. Right. And then was driving all the way, like back to new mexico like i kind of feel like maybe he had a god complex and he didn't he didn't think he was going to get caught well i guess you sort of would get that complex but, if you killed 14 and didn't and right exactly like obviously he was never a suspect in any of those cases but when the other four showed up deceased like he was immediately a suspect yeah like i i just don't understand it so this is uh albuquerque a police journal. It said police subsequently interviewed three different Albuquerque women who said they allowed Lennon to store some things inside their storage sheds earlier mm. that year. It is currently unclear if the bodies made it to any of those sheds. One woman said that Lennon had arrived with his children all bleached out. That he was covered in bleach from the waist down, his hands covered in cuts and blisters, that he had a gun on him, was, and she said that he was into weird shit and was using meth all the time. That's great. Um, and someone else said that Lannon claims to have hired him there you go, to move all the mm -hmm. bins. Yeah, which was that other guy? Yeah, which was the other one. Mm -hmm. And so they must have had something because this interview was due in uh, done in February. Because he oh. was being interviewed for something and he said 
Uh, Lannan said that Jennifer and Matta had run off together in order to obtain drugs, most likely from Miller, but that he was expecting both to return. The 47-year-old was questioned by police again in late February and again denied any. Right, because they had been missing since January, so he was, I think, the prime suspect at that time. I guess they didn't have a body, so they really didn't know. So there was no evidence, no proof that he was involved, so they kept questioning, hoping maybe he would break, I guess. Yeah, this is this was like a really weird one. So it says this time he told police that he was taking his children to New Jersey to stay with relatives until he could find a house in Albuquerque. Lannon was released a second time and did make it to New Jersey where he is currently being held. Right. So apparently like a security camera footage showed that he had left the vehicle before flying out of the airport, the the Albuquerque airport with the kids. And the dead bodies in that car. And the dead bodies were in that car. So exactly. He was driving his kids with dead bodies in the car. How old are these kids? So I think they're young. um, Because according to this, so her sister, um, Jennifer's sister, um, the Whitman family um, is who they were. Um, she had a brother and sister. They took custody of the kids. So they're still here in Jersey? Yes. Um, and it was like a year ago when they found out that Jennifer had died. Um, where did it say their ages? Um, yeah, so Chris Whitman and his wife Kathleen officially adopted his sister's three kids during court proceedings. The kids, a boy and two girls, five, seven, and eight. So they were young, so they obviously didn't, I mean, they didn't know anything. Well, yeah, how much do they know? Have if- been with the family since last March, joining the Whitman's own young son and daughter. Um, as the family coped with the grief and uncertainty about the future would hold, they tried to provide a happy home for Jennifer's kids. They also learned the seven-year-old would require a heart transplant. Damn. Yeah. Now, I'm going to guess... I'm just going to go out on a limb and say the kids are a little slower than most kids because their parents were drug addicts, drugging them to make them to right. go to sleep. So we all know drug addicts don't make the best of parents, but you still can't tell me they can't smell. Right. right. <laughs> so he must have, they, he must have left the kids with her family because then it says something. And then what? Went and killed the guy around the corner? What's his name, Michael? It says Mali- police in New Mexico scrambled to alert their counterparts in New Jersey. Keeping the kids safe was their top priority. Oh, I guess they knew he was on his way to Jersey, so they wanted to make sure that he didn't do anything with the kids or hurt the kids. So, so he left them with his mother in South Jersey before heading out and eventually turning up on the doorstep of Michael. So he dropped them off and then went and killed the uh, Michael Dabowski. So he did leave him with his mother. So again, I'm like so confused, like chasing my tail with this whole story. So I've lost a lot of interest in it because I, it's not black and white. Mm. So he flew up here, rented a car and went to his mom's like dropped the kid off. And then, then his mother and sister dropped the kids off at her family's, 
for a visit and authorities moved into place the family under protective custody. So once the kids were with Jennifer's family, they moved in to place all the kids in protective custody. Okay, so the kids are in protective custody. Meanwhile, he so goes he out can't... and kills someone? Right. Well, why weren't you watching him? Who the hell knows? Like, if you know he's a murderer, why isn't someone following him? And apparently the, the seven-year-old, she's had heart issues since she was born. Oh, well, I'm going to assume that drug addict parents. Are well, really I'm wondering if I'm wondering if like they were she was doing drugs while she was pregnant. Like, I'm going to guess so. I mean, it's not something she had recently picked up. If he had time to kill 14 people, <laughs> right? I don't know. This was a strange, strange case to yeah. me because it was just all over the place. I'm just so confused as to why he's still in Salem County, though. Like, why he hasn't been shipped to a more maximum security or prison. So, is he charged with the Jersey murder? Is there formal charges? That's the one he was, um... So, he... That's what I was reading. Um, They offered him a 50-year sentence without the possibility of parole if he pled guilty to the murder of... Zepikowski, that offer, that offer did not address the New Mexico murders. So he took a plea. So I'm thinking he took a plea. But he was indicted on 14 counts in New Mexico, along with burglary, robbery, theft, and weapons offenses. Um, and I can't get it to... I don't know. Um, there was one where it said he was offering a deal. Oh, he was here. It is counter. Yeah. So having a lot of problems here today. A lot of technical difficulties. <laughs> We're in the quotes unquote studio today <laughs> together. And we wanted to play on the microphones, but that yeah. didn't work. We're having computer issues here. And I can't pull up his uh, information on Salem County. I can just find that he's in Salem County. So I don't know if it's an iPad issue. I'd like to look on the internet mm-hmm. if my computer would ever come to life to see. If he was formally charged, like, I don't understand why he would be in a county jail. So, so, I mean, this Woodbury is Gloucester County, but Gloucester County, they don't have a, no longer has its own jail. So they all come to Salem County. (laughs) So they go to Salem County. So that's how he (laughs) ended up. In Salem County, but I'm really baffled on... So, I mean, I'm wondering because... So, this article in December says that they were still continuing to receive discovery from the prosecution in the case and reviewing the material. So, maybe he hasn't been formally charged yet. So, maybe he just didn't take the plea. The discovery material includes recently completed DNA report the prosecution noted during the hearing. Yeah, this this one, I was so confused. Like, So I feel like maybe it hasn't come to, like, 
I'm also in touch with Mr. Leno's attorney in New Mexico so that he can try to have something mean in terms of making that choice of a counteroffer. Yeah, I don't understand why they just don't charge all of them at the same time. Well, I guess because it's two different states. Like, so I guess I, I don't even know how that would work. Like... Yeah, but if he admitted to it, what what is the problem? You know yeah, what I, mean? I, I don't know. So, okay, so here it says the case was going to return to New Jersey. The New Jersey case will return to court on February 4th. So it might be, and it says prosecutors in New Mexico indicated recently they are awaiting the conclusion of the New Jersey case so they can serve their warrant and begin the prosecution process in that state. So do you think he's not even, he might not even, they may, might not even, um, had his trial yet. You know how everything's been backed up with COVID. Yeah, he might not even have had his that's trial a yet. a long damn time. Let's oh, see. Now oh, what is, it. what is this? All right. So let's see. Uh, no bond. Right. No bail. But see, there's no sentencing. Look at all these damn Look, charges. Detainer information issued by New Mexico. Yeah, but that's just so if New Jersey releases on New right. Mexico gets to come. But and so get like, them. there's nothing on here that he's actually been convicted. So he's actually not convicted yet. Like, there's not. Yeah, but look, one, two. Three, four, five. There's five charges of murder, but we found out that you can be charged right, more than multiple. once for a murder. So he's still sitting in Salem County. Obviously, he's not charged yet. Uh, there's my girl. <laughs> you love her. I know. So... Um. So, like, I don't even, yeah, so he's, he's been there. Is comp date the day they brought him in? Because why would that be June? Where does it say, where do you see that? Comp date. Uh, well, I don't know, because that's New Mexico. Divorce. Shouldn't he be widowed? He killed her. <laughs> I mean, he killed her, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. This this case was just so all over the place that I couldn't I, I, I couldn't keep a grip on what was where with it. So I mean I guess you're only gonna know maybe when he goes to court on why he did what he did, but there's still no no proof of anything that the guy in East Greenwich touched him. There's no or, evidence. Yeah, there's no evidence. There's there's no pictures like he said he was going to get. Like, But I can't believe that they were watching him and allowed him to kill someone. I mean, yeah, that's pretty crazy. You can't tell me you have... you. You don't have more than one cop. One could be watching the kids, <laughs> and one could be watching the murderer. Like, 
if you think he's killed 15 people, I, I want to say you need to keep an eye on him. Right, you would think. But, I mean, I don't think they knew at the time that he had killed those other people in New Mexico. But they had suspected him of a couple of the murders. Like, I don't even... I couldn't well, even find Well, I think he was a, definitely a suspect of the four, but they said there's no evidence that he's killed those other ones. Yeah, I couldn't even find a list of the said people that he's murdered. Right, which because does he probably doesn't even know their names if they were just drug dealers, like... And he lured him. He probably doesn't know their name. But it makes sense because I was like... But a drug dealer is still someone's kid. They should know. No, obviously. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's true. Yeah, but there... I I don't know, know of any list. I mean, unless we would really have to research maybe more of New Mexico's records. Yeah, and I'm going to guess once he's charged here and goes to New Mexico... So once he's charged here, you'll find out more about the murder here. And then, you know, once he gets charged in Mexico, you'll find out about that. But this was just so, I don't know, confusing. More I guess maybe we, tra- we did it too soon before we had all the, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but you couldn't stay on one theory or one thought because everything you read was something different. Or everything you read jumped into some other part right you know what i mean so yeah. I, I wasn't really too thrilled about this case well and and we we played around for what two weeks yes yeah. like do we really want to do this one yeah that's like, kind of why we ton of we were we, we were kind of busy but we were also like neither one of us were really like into this one like we have been some of the other yeah, ones like usually you know we'll talk about it even before we do the right. podcast oh my god did you see this did you see that right. and this one i did it was like scratching your ass. It was like, Robin's like, do you want to do the podcast? I'm like, well, I'm kind of busy tonight. <laughs> it was so, like scratching your ass. Yeah, like, what the hell? Yeah. Just just a mess. But I'm glad the kids are with family, and I hope they, you know, get counseling. And, you know, because it's going to be traumatic, obviously. I was trying to see if I can find yeah, more stuff. We'll have to see if the little girl got her transplant yeah because it's all i care about are the kids and that this this one's got to go to jail for the rest of his life oh yeah obviously if he don't i will do another podcast about a tattoo about how pissed i am it looks like a penis all right that's what i was thinking like we're on the um inmate lookup thing and it shows you know all identifying markers which are like tattoos that's one bad tattoo look it's an angel Supposed to be an angel, but from far away, it looks well, like maybe a penis his with kids balls. drew it. Oh, look, there's Jen's name. <laughs> Chinese symbols. Yeah, it probably says "bite me." <laughs> it's crazy. I think I've seen him at like Little League Field or something. I know, and he doesn't. He looks familiar, like kind of thing. But he doesn't have that. Oh my God, he's a murderer look. Well, does anyone really? Yeah, you see the psycho ones with the crazy friggin' hair and shit. <laughs> they and they're cross-eyed. They're they look. Oh like no, the murders. last couple ones we did, like I would think to look at them, you wouldn't have thought that they murdered people. Yeah, I don't know. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast because I did not enjoy this case. <laughs> <laughs> so next week, well, which maybe we... even sooner than next, we week. we might have a double next week. We are going to cover the new release on Netflix called I Just Killed My Dad. 
So if you want to watch it and, you know, we'll all get back together next week and chat about that one. If anyone wants to join us, feel free to reach out to us via social media. Yes, you can be a guest with us. Um, Do you have any uh, local murders or any murders at all that you want us to look into? Because, you know, girls are better than the FBI. But... (laughs) (laughs) So just reach out on um, our social media. Uh, we're on Facebook and Instagram. It is Robin and Stephanie's Crimeholics podcast. Follow and like us on your favorite listening site, whether it's Spotify or Apple. And until next time, peace out, Girl Scouts. <laughs> <laughs>